Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Experience, and this is another, this is probably the last rundown we're gonna, rundown review we're gonna do for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, since this is the, we are talking about the last two episodes, uh, episode, was it, five and six? Yeah, five and six, mm -hmm. no, that, that is only correct. Yeah, I'm a little surprised it's so short, I feel like we could have done uh, an extra episode in there. Uh, yeah, potentially, uh, but I... I don't know, because uh, to be fair, this the show was like at least hit with some reshoots. Am, am I wrong? I believe so. There was some stuff with uh, COVID. Because yeah, they were definitely like filming things right around when uh you know the whole pandemic mm -hmm. started. So yeah, uh, I mean you know it, it potentially they might have been able to like they may have had a, an idea for maybe one or two more episodes. I don't know, but I don't. Know, I think it's. For, no, 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 yeah, it's solid. It's solid, though. Yeah, 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 no, it it, 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 it definitely wraps everything up in the, within those six episodes, so mm. for what it's worth, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I will say I think there's some people in, in it better than others. I know some people that have questions or are confused about stuff. Maybe we can address them here. But, uh, no, let's, uh, let's start off with episode five. So, um, John Walker just realized he did something bad. Well, uh, yeah, he's uh, when uh, essentially what we pick off where he's basically just running from the scene of the crime, and uh, uh, Bucky and Sam catch up to him and just like, listen, man, you got to turn yourself in. You know, uh, maybe they can still like, uh, maybe the punishment won't be that severe or whatever. And obviously, it goes into a bit of a scuffle because John Walker's always he's like, no, you're just here for the shield. You're not taking the shield from me. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, he's a little he's a little cooked up there. He's he's definitely uh off the rails, if you will. Uh, they have a bit of a scuffle. Uh, John Walker at one point just goes, "I am Captain America," before getting you know beat. I think they break his arm. Am I right? Yeah, they break his arm just to like get the shield off of him, which is like, uh, which is probably a great fight scene. Yeah, no, it, it's pretty solid, all things considered. You know, uh, but yeah, that's sort of where we sort of uh leave things off. Uh. We do know, because uh, we come back to it, and it's like the GRC have uh, essentially cleared out the camp that Carly was staying, because uh, obviously the people at the camp were helping uh, the Flash Smashers, and, you know, they had some, like, they're essentially just relocating them and stuff, because, hey, you helped people that we deemed as terrorists, so, uh, yeah, get out of our facility, basically. Mm. Um and, you know, yeah, Carly's gone super underground, and, you know, obviously Sam is, like, trying to, like, figure out, okay, we gotta figure out when where she's gonna be, you know? He decides to take the shield with him, uh, he leaves his old wings behind, because they got broke during the fight, uh, Bucky goes off to just find, uh, Zemo, because obviously that's, that's a loose end, they, they need to wrap up, if you will, um, then after that, uh, Sam decides to head home, right? Yeah, and that's that's what the rest of the episode is. It's basically like Sam coming to grips on what to do with the shield. You know, he goes back to talk to Isaiah, and it, it it's probably one of the most realist moments in like all of Marvel. It's it's really the conversation that you know highlights the the struggles that Isaiah Bradley had to go through, and kind of like he said in his words like. No one would accept you, or accept someone like me, someone like us, of our uh, of our particular race, as Captain America. And really, the rest of the episode is Sam coming to grips with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's uh, there's also a bit of a side plot with them just trying to they they like they rebuild the boat essentially to sell it off. Mm -hmm. You know, they did, they just, they did sell, they did yeah, but by by the end of it, they're like, no, 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 no. like I, we can't sell this off yeah. anymore. No, it, and and I know I said that this is mostly like Sam's thought process, but also it's just a sweet bonding moment between Sam and Bucky. Yeah, I mean, overall, like the whole boat building process, they call in favors from like the family, from 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 everyone in their community to help out because mm -hmm. obviously, uh, uh, I guess their family was generally like a very upstanding family that helped a lot of the community mm -hmm. so this is sort of like their way of 
helping them out. Yeah, it's where they were giving back. Yeah, and it's sort of a nice like bonding moment too, because mm-hmm. I, I used to said like Bucky decides to drop by and help mm-hmm. out, and with a bunch of stuff. Uh, speak. Uh, we kind of forget to mention that Bucky actually does uh find Zemo at I think the Sokovia Memorial. Yeah, and uh, you think that uh Bucky is going to just kill him off, but he doesn't. But then you remember the trailers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But essentially, uh, he just has uh the uh, Wakandan Royal Guard. Um, the Dora Milaje. Dora Milaje, yeah. Uh show up and just take him into custody you know mm-hmm. and uh he's like hey can i ask you just one more favor and you know he decides to get some new uh gear for sam which, he, we, which we we find out there's an episode and we all know what uh, we all find out what it is in the, by the next episode yeah by the finale yes yeah. uh but yeah no essentially it's just sort of that sort of str- uh, like whole process of like mm. sam like i think it just ends with Sam sort of training his butt off to like master the shield in a sense, mm-hmm. and a very rocky montage. I mean, yeah, I mean, like you know, he's obviously like yeah. running around doing like various exercises, throwing the shield around, mm-hmm. perfecting his catch. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean, really, there isn't much to say because it's really just a rundown of that kind of stuff. Oh, oh, uh, John Walker's whole thing. Yeah, we also have bits with John Walker. Obviously, he's sort of like, you're no longer Captain America. Like, you know. You, you killed someone. Yeah, listen, you, you obviously, like, murdered a dude, in, like, uh, in front of a whole bunch of people in an international incident. We can't be having that. Sorry, but, uh, you're not Captain America anymore. You're, and you're, he's very much like. Yeah, and, like, you're not getting help from us anymore. Yeah, pretty much. And he's like. One thing was also said that like uh, like the government was funding them, funding him. You know, they're they're paying him, you know, for all this stuff, and like that also means like he's out of a lot of stuff, including the money. So like, yeah, that's when like that's when like he and his wife are not concerned. Like, what are we gonna do? Yeah, and that's when uh, you want me to look up the name because the name is wrong, but um, the Countess, if I remember correctly, uh. Contessa something, something. Contessa, yeah, yeah. Or... Yeah. She's sort of like, listen, all right? I, you know, I, I totally get where you're coming from. If I was put in that situation, I would have done the same thing, right? Mm. Yeah. You know? Which, which, by the way, it's the con- Contessa is played by Julia, Julia Louise DeFroyce. Uh, I don't know who that is. She's, she's, she's known from, she's, she's the lady from Veep. And also, she's uh, she was on Seinfeld. She's a very comedian. She's a well-known uh, female comedian. Wait, so wait, uh, uh, but Seinfeld is she? Uh, fuck, is she the lady in the group then? Yeah. Okay. All right then. Okay. Yeah, because I know you've never seen V. No, I have. I, like, I literally was like, "What was that first thing?" <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, it's, it's it's that uh comedic show on HBO. Okay. All right. I don't care. Uh, but anyways, uh, she's sort of like sitting being like, "Listen." I'm gonna hook you up with some stuff. Just uh, call, you know, answer my calls. All right. Very much leaving like sort of a weird uh, business card, but it's blank, so it's like, eh. But uh, yeah, it's uh, so essentially that's sort of John Walker's spiel, right? Mm. Uh, he does go and like at least comforts uh, uh, uh it's not Lester. <laughs> Wait, what? No, uh, his family, the other dude's family. Oh, uh, Lamar. Lamar's family. I don't know why I thought Lester. <laughs> it's just L names. Yeah. Uh, you know, he converses Lamar's family for a little bit. And, uh, yeah, obviously. It's such he's... a great scene, too. Yeah, it's sort of like, listen, right? Like, he told him a white lie. In a way, yeah. Because, obviously, the, uh, uh, the guy John Walker killed was not the person who killed Lamar. It was, uh. It was Carly. Carly, yeah. Yeah. And like you know, they they want he 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 said that to him to make them feel like you know it's gonna be okay. You know, it's like I, I don't want you to grieve. Yeah, too yeah. much. Like I don't want you to be like you're the killer's out there. And I know. Yeah, and plus I'm gonna make sure she's dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, uh, but by the end of the episode, we have Carly and uh, one of her, uh, uh, you know, Swag Smashers in New York. Essentially, they're like, now's the time. We're gonna plan something big. Um. Mm-hmm. And they're getting help from uh, 
Bat Rock the Leaper. Yeah, Bat Rock. Uh, okay. Uh, There's a T in there, Joey. Come on, man. I, I'm pretty sure I pronounced the T. No, you said Bat Rock. I said Bat Rock. No, you said Bat Rock. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not in this name. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, but you know, it's, uh, yeah, he's like, listen, I'm only, I don't really give a, you know, he doesn't, he's I like, I don't give a shit about this. Yeah. I don't care about your cause. I'm not doing your whole spiel. I'm just here to get rid of the Falcon. Listen, in my mind, you're crazy as fuck. <laughs> I mean, he, well, obviously, cause he's very much like, I'm a mercenary. I'm just here for the money and for my own interests. You can do your whole little ideological fights away from me. I'm just here to do my job. Right. Listen, I, I, all I want to do is get paid. And kill Falcon. That's all I want. I yeah, and she's like, I mean, you, you'll get your wish because obviously, you know, once we start our whole plan to stop this whole uh, vote yeah. on uh, this mass relocation of all the people who are brought back or whatever, or people who are like mm. who, who weren't brought back to move out, and sort of that people who were brought back to move back into mm-hmm. their own homes and stuff. They're like, you know, we're gonna stop. We're gonna stop this vote, right? And that's sort of the plan, and that's kind of where it ends. Mm-hmm. Sort of like a okay. This is essentially setting up the finale. Well, you almost forgot that we get Hanson later, and it's 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 obvious to everyone that Sharon Carter is uh, the power broker. And uh, some people I know that are a little upset about that. I mean, I will admit, uh, yeah, because there is a scene where she's the one linking, calling, yeah. you know, Batrock. Mm-hmm. Uh. Like, listen, I got one more job for you. Listen, don't worry. Like, the thing in the, that happened in, uh, in, uh, friggin' Casablanca or whatever, you know, don't worry about it. You got a new job for you, you know? So, obviously, yeah, yeah. Sharon being the power broker, I will admit, I, I, I think, uh, I've heard theories about that, and I was very much like, well, that's kind of dumb because, uh, I mean, uh, happened in the previous episode, like, she was able to recreate, she had that Duke recreate the Super Soldier Serum, and she led Bucky, Sam, and Zemo to him to get mm. answers out of him. Like, I'm, I'm like, it seems kind of dumb that she would lead someone like Zemo, who knowingly wants to destroy any chance of more Super Soldiers, to mm. the dude who recreated the Super Soldier Serum. And I would argue it's she probably did that to cover her tracks. Like, I guess, but. If if the dude is is able to just recreate the serum, uh-huh. then it's like I don't know. It's a little bizarre. It's all I'm gonna say. It's like, like to you, it's like why would you waste the uh, a valuable asset? Yeah, why would you waste a valuable asset yeah. just to cover your tracks? Yeah, I mean, I get like the whole idea, and mm. as we as we see later on in the finale, is that she's kind of playing 4D chess essentially. Yeah, with everybody, but it's still like I don't know. That's just well, <laughs> it's like giving away your your knight. In a chess game for no reason, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like that's very valuable. I don't know yeah, why you do that. Yeah, it's like you're getting rid of your your best support. I mean, yeah, it yeah, it's a it just uh, it doesn't make any tactical sense. But well, to you, yeah, I guess to me, but yeah. whatever. Uh, anyways, yeah, because yeah, like, like one of my friends was uh, telling me like he feels like it makes no sense for Sharon to be the the power broker. Like she has no reason to be like evil and like. He was he was telling me how, how you know it was it would like it kind of goes against like her and Peggy's whole thing, and I'm like, yeah, but I feel like that's kind of the point <laughs> for the second for the second half with the whole Peggy thing. Like it's a, I feel like it's meant to be tragic. Like you feel bad that she turned this way because you know it didn't have to be that way. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean it, it's understandable like the build up. Yeah. Uh, at least the like, sort of like to the, the reveal of uh, Sharon being the power broker essentially, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, like in terms of I guess motivations for being kind of evil mm-hmm. is just that hey, listen, I did because you know she sort of explains that her whole reason being there in the first place is sort of like, like hey, you know, I helped you guys out, and now I got nothing out of it. Basically, yeah, she basically got nothing out of it besides helping Cap and all the rest of them, yeah. and she basically was forced to be on the run for her entire life. Yeah, uh, up until that point. So, yeah, she's just yeah, and it's weird because like 
Cap and Buck, Cap, Bucky, Sam, they didn't, they, you know, they they didn't help her out. And for some people, be like, man, that doesn't seem very out of character. But like, no, that's kind of the point, though. Like, yeah, yeah, the the whole them not helping her her out essentially is why she's sort of bitter. Yeah, essentially, yeah. it's like you could have said something, but you didn't. Yeah, and like even if you don't want to believe that they didn't, they couldn't have done that. I'm like, well, they didn't help her out, and so you kind of have to just accept that fact. It's not out of character. It's just you know, it's it's a uh, it's more of a uh, the circumstances to put this character in a scenario where they have to do things that uh, yeah. they wouldn't have normally done, and now they're on this uh, yeah different path now. I mean, I mean that's just character development essentially. Yeah. I mean, you know. But uh, yeah, let's move on to the uh, the next episode. Yeah, where we uh, finally get to see uh, everything come together. It's nothing. It's just a big fight. Yeah, it's just one big like stop uh, Carly and the Flag Smashers mm. from doing crazy shenanigans yeah, in New York. They got the people. They're all held hostage. And Sam, Bucky, Sharon. They brought in Sharon to help out. And. They will. They're basically just teaming up to stop Carly, and this is also where we finally see Sam's Captain America outfit. Right, because... and it is amazingly good. Yeah, like I have one complaint though. Okay, yeah, it's can... too much white. All right, <laughs> like, like, no, like I'm not saying like the design is bad. The design looks good on paper. It looks good on when Sam's wearing it. It looks great, but sometimes the I think it's because the, the the white. Makes it a little too rubbery. I, I guess. Uh, I mean, I feel like it's more. I, I feel like a lot of it is some of the lighting choices. Probably yeah. makes the white just very out there. Yeah, like like very, it looks like very like like foamy. You know, like it can break easily. Yeah, yeah, I I get what you mean. Yeah, like I'm not saying it's a terrible costume. I think it's a great costume. I think some there are parts where like the white looks very confusing to me, on on him, especially around the head area. But it's it's still a great costume. I love that they got him. They got they got it, you know, on him. And uh, you know, um, it's basically them, you know, fighting Carly, and Sam basically showing how badass it is to have not only the wings but also the shield on. I mean, yeah, he's uh, incorporated the shield into his normal fighting style now, yeah. and he's like. He freaking throws the shield, flying into a building, he throws the shield in to hit somebody, and then he lands and, like, bounces and grabs it and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it, it's it's very, uh, it's, it's very interesting uh, uses of it and, like, makes sort of the fight scenes a lot, I guess, more dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, yeah, like, it, it's pretty, uh, and pretty crazy yeah. you know, how, how uh, they've done stuff. And they also, uh, he's repaired Red, Red Wing. He made two. Yeah, there's like two of them, which is interesting. Yeah, and I don't know. I especially like portions where he just like uses like the the thruster in his jetpack, mm-hmm. his wingsuit or whatever, to, to, to like, get like a... to get extra momentum whenever he like charges with the shield, which is like that's kind of neat. I want to see that in a Marvel versus Capcom game. I mean, if if well, we that's something for another day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, a lot of you know interesting fight scenes and choreography. Uh, Carly's essentially having kind of an interesting heart to heart with Bucky for a little bit, mm-hmm. in terms of like, listen, all right, you're on the wrong side, Bucky. You know why are you doing all this stuff? It's like, listen, because I've been down the road you've been down, and trust me, all right, you're not gonna like it. You're not gonna like it. You're gonna have nightmares of every single person you've ever killed. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, I'll talk about this later. But uh, but you know, Carly's like. No, I think I'm good. It's like, all right, all right. We'll I mean, you know, fine. That was a that was a great distraction. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Essentially, uh, it's yeah, uh, Carly's whole plan is to hold a lot of these uh, GRC members hostage, to essentially just further her goals. Mm-hmm. And uh, there there is one point while the plan's in action that listen, all right, you know, if worst case scenario, we kill all the hostages. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah, there's a moment where like even here, their crew was like, "Uh, wait, this isn't part of the plan." I was like, "No, but they need to understand." Listen, either way, our message still gets true to them, right? 
worst case scenario, we just kill the hostages. You know, hope for the best, plan plan for the worst. And she does her whole one world, one people thing, and her 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 friends are essentially hesitate the the, the finish the 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 line the line. And it's like one world. Like well, yeah, one people, one people, one people. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Which is Jesus Christ, she's fucking nuts. Yeah, which is interesting, right? Yeah. Just just to show her progression of like, she has like good ideals and uh, uh, an understanding Listen, like goal. a lot of things you know it it's a good foundation but um the person in charge of it and or in control or whoever's using it is uh, not the best person well it's more of a it's good ideals but obviously like uh you know the radicalism and the extremism essentially pushes it to the limits of like hey uh carly yeah carly this Sorry. is probably not I don't think this is exactly the best in the world, but yeah, no, uh, you know, there's whole, there's a whole segment where they essentially, uh, do a roadblock to, you know, gather the hostages essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then who, who, who happens to show up? Fucking John Walker. And we forgot to mention this, his homemade shield. Yeah. It's, it's definitely like one is obviously it's, it's not the original cap shield, because it obviously gets dented so many freaking times in the fight. But uh yeah, John Walker's like, listen, I'm here to stop you. And it's like and Carly just tries to do a whole like, listen, I sorry you killed your friend. I didn't I I don't like killing people that don't really like aren't important to my cause. It's like you saying my friend's not important. His life wasn't important. It's like Which I'm like, okay, he's got a point though. It's like, yo, that's kinda of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, Carly. You you fucking killed an innocent man. And you're like and you're just saying his life wasn't important to your cause. And that's the reason why you're sorry about it. It's like, listen, if he was totally part of the GRC, man, I'd be fucking happy that he's dead. And he's like, but because he's not and just some, just his backup partner, he's like, I'm sorry I killed him. I mean, I didn't, you know, he's, he's not part of my whole plan or anything. He's like, he, he doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. You just killed my friend. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so John Walker, you know, he was my best man. <laughs> was he though? I don't know. Uh, I don't know the history. I was gonna name my son after him. I don't. All right, calm, calm down. <laughs> Making a whole story down. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, but uh, you know, they have a bit of a fight as well as you know, Bucky's there as well doing yeah. some other things. Uh, it leads to like a whole sort of segment down in this sort of like construction area. Yeah. Right. Oh, I forgot to mention though. I love. I do. I will say I love what he did with his shield, which is like he added the little um, metal of honor. Was I don't know what kind of metal it was onto the shield. I think it was Lamar's metal. Yeah. Uh, and like I don't know. I just thought those were like a cool little thing he did. You know, just to like keep his mind on like the whole thing. Yeah, I didn't notice that actually. Yeah, yeah you know, he added it on there. That's why like, it cuts to like his like. Um. You know, he's getting beat the shit out of Yeah, he's obviously getting curb stomped for a little bit. Yeah, because it's, it's like four super soldiers against one. And like, and he doesn't have an, uh, a vibranium shield. No, and he's like looking at his shield and he sees the metal. And he's like, all right, I gotta stop bullshitting. I gotta get back in. And like, that's why I'm like, oh, that's, a, that's either, you know, his. But I think it's I think it'd be cooler if it's Lamar's. I'm not sure. Uh, someone can correct me on that. But uh, yeah, no, they have a fight inside the construction field. And it's just uh, John and Carly just fighting it out. Yeah, it's just like full on like, just fueled by vengeance. This Mm -hmm. man, and there comes to a point where Carly essentially, because obviously her whole plan is like, the sometimes using the hostages as like distractions of Mm -hmm. like, you know, set the thing on fire so that way Bucky can get off our tail and that we can keep moving forward with the hostages we have left. She does a whole thing where she like essentially pushes the car. Mm -hmm. Like towards like the edge of the construction mm-hmm. site, and it's going to fall with all the uh, all those uh, members in there. And John Walker does a very Captain America thing for like uh, a real quick second. Yeah, where he actually instead of like going after Carly, he decides, no, I got to save these people. Yeah, and it's it's one of the moments where I like I keep you know some people might disagree with me, but I I, I feel I see more people like really coming to my side about this is that John Walker is not inherently a villainous person no yeah it's it's something we've discussed a fair bit amount of times uh discussing uh falcon winter soldier is that john walker is essentially tries his best to be captain america but he's he there are moments where he sort of falls that dark side 
Yeah, he does. He doesn't have. Uh, I wouldn't say he doesn't have compassion, but he doesn't have the patience. Yeah, he doesn't have like that sort of uh, ability to just talk to someone. Talk to someone. He's very much action now. Talk mm-hmm. later, and you know, in, he's a soldier. Yeah, and in some moments, yeah, like in in you know, he's trying to help stop the car from falling. Of course, uh, Falcon comes in just in time to help the car up, mm-hmm. and there's like a pretty funny scene but also a very endearing scene of like one dude being like yeah that's the black falcon all right it's like nah man that's captain america yeah and i was like yeah yeah that was me because like it's 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 one of those things where like like i said john isn't an inherently bad person i think he could have because the whole idea of usa is that you know this guy could have been a a captain america guy but he just not doesn't have the temperament and he's a little more on the violent side yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, and to see, and, you know, while Sam here is probably the more reasonable and the more, you know, reliable of the two, and he, he upheld, like, the ideas that, you know, Steve has. And he doesn't need the serum. Like, that's kind of the idea. The serum doesn't make Captain America. What makes Captain America is his character. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we quickly transition to, like, uh, Bat- Batrock still being around. Shooting some gas grenades, allowing the flash. Well, you, you forgot to mention that what? Carly was like, "Dude, what the fuck?" Oh yeah, yeah. She's like, "Hey, you're being Captain America now." It's like, <laughs> you, you bought into that bullshit. I'm like, you're the only one in this entire show that's like, "Fuck Captain America," <laughs> in a show about Captain America. Yeah, it's like I'm trying something different. Maybe you should do the same, right? Yeah. Uh, but obviously, uh, they try to escape through like uh these under like I guess sewers or whatever. Yeah. Um, Sharon corners Carly in the big reveal, and of course the big reveal being like you're the power, you know she's she's the power broker, right? And it's like listen, come back with me, you and all your crew. All right, we can start over again. It's like nah, you just want to just, like control, you know you. You know, you're just like fuck the world. I'm trying to save the world, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, Batroc shows up as well. It's like, oh, so you're the power broker? Okay. Uh, I don't care. I, like, yeah, I don't. You know, listen. If you pay me hot enough, I'll shut up. Let me just kill someone. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it, it comes a bit of a Mexican standoff before Sharon's like, nah, 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 shit. nah. Screw you, Batroc. Shoots him. Gets shot by uh, Carly and Sam sort of runs in just in time to see that which i like because i'm like she probably thought about that yeah we're uh just in time to see uh sharon being shot carly with the gun and he's like is this it is it how how much more people have to die for this carly is like you know as many as it needs to and she has this very sort of vibe of like i don't care if i die either because at this point the movement is bigger than i am right uh and she and you know Sam's very much like I'm not gonna fight you, right? And he doesn't. Yeah, he's like very much defending himself. And uh, Carly's like, "Fight back, fight me, goddammit. it!" <laughs> you know, it's a good accent, by the way. I mean, it's like a. Oh, no, it's, I mean, not like a it's like a British accent, right? I was like, like you did a good accent on that, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I uh, guess. Uh, then, uh, then you know, um, also Bucky and John capture uh, the rest of the Flag Smashers. Yeah. It's pretty funny too because they just they just use the flag smasher app or whatever. Yeah, so like, like the like light of them is like we should meet this way, and it's like, hey, you know, it's a nifty app sometimes, you know. Yeah, like, it's like, like it's like it's like the iPhone find a uh, phone finder. Like <laughs> if you lose your phone, like you just get someone who's iPhone is like, oh, it's right here. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And like, but it's funny because like John Walker gives like a whole speech from a a whole Lincoln like not not the entirety but a portion of a Lincoln speech. <laughs> Yeah, and Bucky's very much like, really? Oh, Lincoln speech? It's like, yeah, it's pretty good, right? It's like, it's like not coming from you. <laughs> it's like, we're, like, we're cool, but we're not that cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, basically, by, of course, we cut back to the fight. You know, Carly's essentially disarmed Sam at one point, and she's willing to pull the trigger, but then Sharon shoots Carly's protect Sam. And uh, with that, Carly dies. You know, she's like, I'm sorry. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I just wanted to change the world, you know? And she sort of dies in his arms and, you know, they essentially get back up to the surface. Uh, Sam's, uh, they put her in, you know, in a gurney, you know, try to see if they can save her, but they don't. And, you know, Sam has a bit of words to, to say to the, uh, 
people to GRC, you know? It's, I'll be honest, when he was starting to, when I saw the speech coming, I'm like, I hope this isn't too, you know, preachy or really annoying. Because, like, that was always, like, that was, like, my issue with, like, Wonder Woman 1984 is, like, her whole speech was, like, really, like, in your face and, like, like, I'm serious, like, there are times where, like, she would just look at the camera and just say the speech, and I'm like, ah, uh, you just, you're going too much, man. Like, it's too, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Condescending? I guess, I guess, that's probably the best, I think. But it's more like, you know, we get it. Okay. It's just, you're going on for too long. But no, his speech wasn't that bad. It was actually really good. Yeah, I mean, if anything, I felt, like, I'm gonna be honest, it felt like, a comic book moment and all yeah that's what i was gonna say <laughs> that, yeah it did it did feel like a comic book moment like they just like it's like you know what um this guy this whoever wrote this captain america issue we're just gonna take that whole speech you know just copy and paste it out to here and sam just read it uh <laughs> anthony just just read it just read just read the whole just read it yeah and it's very much sort of like listen you know you gotta find some other plan to fix this mm-hmm. moving you know moving all these people out is not like the best solution you know carl you know this whole flag smasher thing they wanted you know they just wanted like yeah help for essentially and this is essentially them pushed to the limits and we don't if we if we continue going down this path we're gonna get someone like carly again and trust me it's not gonna be you know yeah it's gonna be worse so we have to like compromise. We got to figure things out, yeah. you know. And as much as like I don't like Carly's character for 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 much, I mean, don't get me wrong. I get it. I get it. But there are times where like, she, and this is, this is basically my whole thing with Carly. Like, it, she's kind of a broken record. Where like you know everyone gets it, but you just kind of won't shut up about it. No, like like I understand where you're coming from. I completely agree with you. But you just, but you're doing stuff that I don't agree with, and like, you know, you're just kind of like on repeat, you know. I I I guess I understand. I think I understand yeah. the perspective. Yeah. Yeah, because like, in reality, you know, she's not on the bad side, but she's her actions are, you know, question are become are becoming less questionable and being more like problematic. Mm-hmm. So I like I said I don't just I don't. I don't hate her character. I there's aspects of her that I have problems with, but then, but at the same time, from a writing perspective, I kind of get it because she is meant to be this character who's like, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, okay, sympathetic, kind of, but more like understandable understandable yes understandable because like i don't know how you didn't know that <laughs> no 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 because like I, I just i just had the loss for words it was on the tip of my tongue but like it's like you understand where she's coming from you understand why she's doing it and like you she didn't have to be very complex or anything she just you just had to like understand her her desire right that's all you needed to do because like you know yeah because like i don't think like we don't need to we it, we didn't need like a whole deep dive into her. We just need like she fulfilled the role and we understood it. And be kind of be seeing it over and over again. It was like okay, come now, we, we get it, we get it. Like I don't think she needed to have as much prevalent role as she did. I yeah, I mean, I guess I understand that, but it's it it's definitely I think just for, like just coming from the uh, it's more yeah it's definitely more of a it's like she her group is like the inciting incident mm-hmm. essentially. So that's just starts this whole thing and that's kind of i think why uh, the story puts a lot of emphasis on her because mm-hmm. essentially you know she's very much like hey listen you know like you know these people you know we don't we don't like you know how, how this world is treating us like this or whatever and uh we're gonna make ourselves known or whatever mm-hmm. you know we want to we go back to before everybody came back or whatever which it's like it's very much like she's definitely a character meant to be, you know, like understandably. Okay, I get what you're coming, where you're coming from, right? Yeah. It's just the methods do not like aren't very, you know, good mm-hmm. at all. Uh, especially because we, because uh, we do see her go da- further and further down, like the uh, very radicalized, like Zemo says, mm. 
uh, throughout. You know, she's like, she's becoming radicalized. There's, she's com- she's going to a point where she can't come back, mm-hmm. and you're gonna have to stop her. Yeah, if, if and if you think that she's kind of pointless, then that's coming. That's kind of also part of the point. Like, I don't necessarily think she's pointless. Uh-huh. Uh, I think she, she's more of like. Well, I mean, like pointless is like, like you get like. Whether it be, you know, the Flag Smashers or her, it's more like, it's an ideology, it can be taken by anyone. Yeah, yeah, I, okay, alright, I, I get, alright. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Like, I'm not saying she's, like, forgettable. I'm saying, like, she is there for a reason. No, I thought you were talking about, like, she's completely pointless, the story would have uh, been the same if you took her out or whatever. Oh, no, 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 you needed her. Yeah, yeah, no, I thought that's what you were saying, but, no, no, no. no. Uh, but yeah, uh. Just to sort of conclude, mm-hmm. uh, the other flag smashers that were caught with the super soldier serum, you know, they're sort of being sent to the raft. One of the uh, army dudes goes like one world, one people. Yeah. Which I'm gonna be honest, threw me for a second. I was like, oh shit, they're gonna fucking get out. But then the car fucking explodes. Cause Zemo pulled a Zemo. <laughs> yeah, because it's even funnier too. Cause for like a second, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I had to like rewind it because I was like. Oh, it's the old... That's Zemo's butler, dude. And then, of course, we see Zemo in the raft, just mm-hmm. sort of, like, hearing the news that, you know, the other super soldiers were killed in a car bomb. And he's like, excellent. <laughs> and it's like... Yeah, that's... You can see him doing the little, uh... Like, Montgomery Burns from The Simpsons, like... Excellent. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I could just see him doing that, and just that quick little... And just his little reaction to it. Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, it's mm-hmm. it's very uh, yeah, it's very Zemo, right? Yeah. Which I I'll be honest, I'm uh, you know, I'll say this for later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we move move a bit more forward to like a bit more with just final like a final closing note with John Walker, this whole character arc where mm-hmm. uh, uh, the the Countess Contessa Contessa Fontaine right? Fontaine. Um, I think I said that right. Yeah, she basically like. Gives him a new suit, which is just like his outfit, just color black. He's like, "You're the U.S. agent now." Yeah, it's like we'll listen, call on you when we need you. Yeah, it's like you know, for for the moments, you know, it's a very you know, uh, it's a very like strange world up. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's a very you know, like uh, crazy world. Mm-hmm. And for those crazy moments where uh, Captain America uh, can't be used, we call upon the U.S. agent, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, John Walker's very much like, I'm back in the business, baby. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm back in. And, like, we're, and it looks like we're going to be supported for a good number of years. Yeah. And you know. I, I forgot to mention this, but um, some people. So that character, I knew I heard that name before. Not the actress's name, but the actual name. Um, I think it's bounced around between her being a, a character that's well established in S.H.I.E.L.D. history. Like, I think she was like. Um, Nick Fury's girlfriend in, in some versions of the comics is also known as Madame Hydra. So, John might not know he's actually working with Hydra. I mean, that would be kind of an interesting thing about it. Yeah. I mean, he is an anti-hero, in a sense. Yeah. Uh, I honestly thought, uh, just a quick little side note, mm-hmm. or side tangent, uh, I honestly thought it'd be kind of neat if, uh, if that whole plot point with the... Uh, the Contessa was was more of a like instead of her, it was uh, General Ross showing up, being like, you know, Walker, I seen what you've done. You oh know? yeah, you told yeah, me this. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I was like, I'm here to talk to you about a special project we're putting together, we're calling it the Thunderbolts, mm. because you know, uh, U.S. agent sometimes joins up with the. The, the team, uh, the thun, you know, the Thunderbolts, which yeah. is kind of because you know it's Marvel's answer to the Suicide Squad. Yeah, but I mean, I'm pretty positive, you know, they don't explode their heads whenever. Kind of, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So you know, I you know, I thought that'd be kind of an interesting thing to go go with, but I mean, obviously, with her potentially being Madame Hydra, that would be, yeah, you know, just as interesting, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah, um, and on like a final note, uh, we we yeah we come back uh, to Bucky. He sort of like tells the old uh, the old man from like the earlier episodes, that, "Hey, listen, 
I know what happened to your son. I killed him. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of explains sort of his sort of story and then sort of leaves. Kind of like Quasin, like that, be, that being his like last name on the list, right? You know, thanking his therapist, and we come back to uh, to Sam visiting Isaiah, and just having like another heart to heart. Yeah, sort of like you know, Isaiah is very much like, I'm gonna be honest, you're special, kid. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're doing some pretty good stuff out there, and uh, Sam decides to. You know, like, uh, take him out for a play. Take him out to visit the uh, Captain America Memorial. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sam essentially reveals that he uh, pulls some strings to basically memorialize Isaiah. And it's such a touching moment. Like, seeing, uh, seeing like, Isaiah, who suffered so much, finally get recognized for the work that he's done, for the stuff that he sacrificed. It's just, it's a very touching moment. Like, you, you can see him, like, just just shaking and crying. Yeah, he's very much like you know. Sam's like now you'll you know they'll never forget you, right? Mm-hmm. And we we come back sort of the episode like the, the episode finally ends with uh, Sam and Bucky just sort of hanging out uh, at the at Sam's boat. You yeah. know, it's a happy like, ending. Yeah, it's a very happy ending. You know, uh, and the show sort of ends with the a, a title crawl changing to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And it was just like, ah, oh, that's that's what's yeah, like. yeah, you know, basically, uh, mm-hmm. just showcasing uh, Sam's accepting the mantle and officially becoming Captain America. Mm-hmm. And there is a uh, after credit scene uh, of just Sharon Carter getting pardoned you know? after so long. <laughs> yeah, you know, Sam finally pulling those strings together. You know, keeping his promise. Uh, she gets pardoned. All and... I'm saying, Sam, is you could have done this a lot sooner. I mean. To be fair, yeah, there was a whole five years where everyone, where half of the population got snapped away. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he got snapped too, Ellie. Don't you forget that? Yeah, but also, Captain yeah, didn't, didn't didn't pardon her. I mean, you know, she's a victim of circumstance. It's a, yeah, it's a victim of circumstance. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, it's uh. Yeah, she's sort of she's even offered her old job back, which she accepts. And but at the same time, she's still you know she's still power broker. So she's she's still, she's still the power broker, and she's essentially sort of like essentially going to be using her position back in you know to essentially take a lot of experimental mm-hmm. government weapons and all that stuff and filter it into the uh, black market, mm-hmm. which is like all right then, and that's uh, yeah. Which I I love that idea. I mean, yeah, she's playing both sides. It yeah. makes it makes. Her interesting because like she's always, she's always been interesting in the comics, but she, it was always tied to Captain America. So what do you do with her when she's not tied to Cap? Yeah, especially so, when it's Steve Rogers' Captain America, yeah. not like uh, you know, uh, Sam yeah. or Bucky. Yeah, because so, like, like, like in the comics, there's a thing where like they're together, even they're still together, even though when you know Sharon got aged up to like. 40 or 50 years and then like fucking then steve loses the soldiers here and he becomes he ages up appropriately and they're both just a nice old couple and stuff and it's kind of sweet but like you know uh, you can't really have that now i mean yeah no obviously they have to do yeah i think that's sort of the uh maybe that's the whole thing why some people are like a little like weirded out by sharon's uh character transitions uh is that like you know she doesn't really have a whole lot of things to do if you just keep going with her comic route so they obviously had to like plan something to like at least make her viable and interesting in future yeah. storylines so making her a villain making her the power broker it seems like a pretty solid mm. choice there but yeah no uh you know that's 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 uh, the whole series that's the whole series and i've thoroughly enjoyed it yeah, I uh I think uh this is definitely uh you know, uh, another I guess it's a very strong show. Yeah, it's a very strong show for uh Disney Plus and Marvel, you know. It's it's, uh, it's weird because we've all talked about it, you know, just being like a regular MCU movie that's a TV show, you know, all this stuff is not going to like, you know, be as you know it's not going to be as impactful 
as uh, anything else. You know, it's gonna be like uh it's gonna be like a, you know another Captain America movie, but it surprisingly became more political. Yeah, like, they did stuff that really no one thought they would do, unless you're like a big comic book fan and you enjoyed, you know, Sam's run as Captain America. You know, you didn't think they would go into this whole thing with racism. Like, literally, that, that threw a curveball to a lot of people that I know. Because they're like, whoa, are we actually going there? Holy shit, we're going there. Because remember how everyone reacted to the whole um police stopping scene? Yeah. And it's just like, wow, we really went there, Marvel. Thank you for acknowledging this is a thing. And I'm just sitting there like, this is, a, this is, this is awesome. We're actually going there, you know, because like I said, when, you know, in the comics, when Sam became Captain America, he did face a lot of that. So it feels like you kind of need to also address that portion of his character as Cap. Now, uh, not saying that's a bad, not saying that wasn't a bad thing. Now, there are some people who are a little net that they went that route. To which I was like saying, have you not been paying attention to like Sam's whole thing? Yeah, and also I think it's uh, I mean Cap in like the Captain America movies in themselves have always have had has always had some like form of political uh, undertones yeah. in them. Obviously, as a Winter Soldier uh, had a, like you know the whole they like, had bits of like patriarch stuff being like hey sur- this whole surveillance state thing kind of fucking weird. Yeah, I don't like it. Me Captain America no likey. Yeah, <laughs> right. And the Civil Wars like. Um, we're not a privatized army or like, you know, group. We, we do our own jurisdiction because if we follow you guys, we, you might send us somewhere we don't need to be going or we might be going somewhere or we might not be able to go somewhere that people need us to go. Yeah. Which is like Cap's whole thing. Like you, you're going to tell me what, you know, what I can and can't do. Not because like you're the government, but because like if that guy needs my help, he's I gotta go help him. Even if it's just like a small thing. If little Susie needs me to take get her cat down from the tree, I'm gonna get Susie's cat down from the tree. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, yeah. you could always call the fire department, but whatever. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know. Uh, I do agree, uh, at least in terms of like, uh, mm. uh, it's you know, I, I you know, I'm pretty uh, surprised and about just how far we go with the whole uh, political subtext uh, in this show. You mm-hmm. know, uh, a lot of uh, you know, and it, and it breeds a lot of interesting moments out of it. Obviously, uh, the use of Isaiah Bradley, you know, is also very sort of like. like Okay, yeah, no, this is like, you know, this is stuff that's actually happened in the real world. I mean, hell, I think in uh, episode five, he discusses the whole Tuskegee Airmen for a little bit. That's right. How, like, the Tuskegee Airmen were, like, one of the most, like, well-known fighter pilots in in history. They were heroes, but when they got back, they didn't treat like heroes. And you hear that, like, throughout history. Like, what was that one guy? He recently won, like, like he... Not not recently, recently, but he won like a gold medal. It was Jesse Owens. Maybe. Jesse Owens, yes, he won a gold medal in the Olympics. Yeah, and he, you know, he couldn't even enter the front door of the hotel that they were holding that celebration. He had to enter in the back. It's like what the hell? Like what do you guys like? Yeah, stuff like that has happened in history, and we, and and you know we're acknowledging it, but people oftentimes like don't remember it or choose not to talk about it. Yeah. And it's it's such a real scene that because literally everything Isaiah's everything with Isaiah is probably the best scene in the whole show. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. They're definitely very much like super interesting scenes. You know, they're very good. Uh, yeah, overall, I, uh, I I really really liked Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, I feel like maybe a couple cleanups here and there, um, giving a little bit more character to Carly. Like I'm saying. I don't hate her character, but there are points where she does feel very one note. Okay, <laughs> I, I think you're disagree with me on that. I mean, I don't know. I think she, I, I, I think she works fine as is. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's just me, though. Yeah, no, no, I, I understand. Um, but that, that's just me. But I'm fine with the, also the, the the way she is because she's 
there to to prove a point. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Now here's a question for you. Do you think um this is better than WandaVision or is WandaVision better? Uh, granted they are totally different shows yeah they are just yeah it's very hard to compare i think we've may had this discussion uh before yeah it's very hard to compare these those two shows just because they feel very different you know they're they're, they're very like wandavision is definitely way out there and has a lot of like wandavision just does a lot of more comedy stuff i feel like this one uh if soldier definitely delves in more serious issues or whatever well Remember, we also talked about how WandaVision dealt with uh, different uh, aspects of grief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but for for the most part, it also played itself up as well as like half sitcom, half weird existential horror stuff going yeah. on. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I guess in terms of enjoyment, I probably would say I like Falcon and the Winter Soldier more. Mm-hmm. Just because... I feel like I obviously both, sh- uh, and, and this isn't sort of a because I feel like both shows are enjoyable, very good. Mm. Uh, I think it's uh, I don't know. I think it's it just sort of feels a bit more concise. Everything's at a pretty decent. Mm. It's, everything's decently paced. All that stuff. Von Division. I feel like there are, you know, it can feel a little. Uh, I, I I think I remember some people being like, sort of like, oh, the ending is just like any, how like any other MCU like movie ends, where it's just one one person with the the their superpower versus another person with a similar superpower fighting it out, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, I can I can get that. And also, I think a lot of people sort of dog on WandaVision for all the all the all the fan theories about X Men and stuff like that, which didn't really happen. So, I don't know. Oh, I, I, which I mean, you know, I, I'm, I was like, whatever, because I didn't get that hugely invested in those, in those sort of fan theories. Uh, but over, but yeah, I think I just, I just kind of enjoyed uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier more, just because I think I liked a lot of the story it was going and like Sans' progression of it finally accepting the the mantle. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I'm with you there. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big Cap fan. You know, of course, I'm going to be one more on the Cap side. But I do appreciate uh, WandaVision's uh, commitment to being different. And it works. It works. I love how these... I love how so far... I'm saying so far because I don't know how Loki's going to be. Um, each show is kind of their own different thing. And I hope Loki is the same. Because, like, I think that's what makes the, the show so strong. Because, like, the movies, you're going to get the movies, you know? You're not, you're not gonna, you know, you you wouldn't be able to pull off the Isaiah Bradley in a movie. Because you need it, the time and dedication to give it. Yeah, and I think that's, uh, I think one of the biggest strong points of the uh, of these uh, Marvel and uh, Disney Plus shows is that uh, we were giving a lot of character development for a lot of these characters. A lot, a lot of the, the side characters that nece- that wouldn't necessarily be able to carry films on their own. Although uh, I am pretty interested to see when we'll get like uh, you know Sam Wilson's Captain Captain America. Uh, I think they just announced they're making a fourth Captain America movie centered around him. Yeah, that'd be pretty. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty dope. Yeah. So I, I think I, I'm really happy we're we're seeing that. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, you know, this is just a a good, a good uh, question to 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 go on. Maybe to also end on. Um. A lot. I mean, I was so, so when last episode, episode five came out. There's a lot of discussions like, why is there such a big deal for, uh, for Falcon to take over the, the mantle? Don't you already have like uh, African American patriot character? You know, the Iron Patriot. Isn't that you know? Isn't that just good enough? And I'm like, that's totally different. Also, like, when it comes to superhero comics, you know, those names aren't entitled to one person. They can be passed down. They're kind of like a mantle. Right. So like I because like. If you watched Into the Spider-Verse and didn't get the point that anyone can be Spider-Man, then you kind of missed the point of that movie. Yeah, and I guess in that, that sort of lesson, I guess, kind of applies to Captain America as well. Captain America to a lot of heroes, too. Yeah. Because anyone can be Cap, anyone can be Falcon, anyone can be uh, 
the Winter Soldier. These are names that can be passed down and you know given to new generations. Yeah, I mean that's like the whole point of Miles is like, especially in the movie uh, Into the Spider Verse and in the original Ultimate comics. Yeah, true, true. Because like, you know, Peter Parker dies in the comics in the Ultimate Universe, and everyone's like, "What are we gonna do without a Spider Man?" And Miles, who was bitten by a genetically altered spider with a little extra stuff added in, you know, visibility, electricity, powers. He's like, I could be Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm going to take over for Peter now that he's gone. I'm going to live up to the idea of Spider-Man. So I'm the new Spider-Man. I am the ultimate Spider-Man. So, and like, you know, that's, that's like the whole thing. And in the movie, it also catches that where like, you know, Peter Parker dies and like, Really, it's like, it's it's Miles' whole thing. is like, I don't know if I can be Spider-Man. I can't, you know, be like Peter. And, you know, the rest. That's why we have, like, Peter B. Parker, you know, Gwen Stacy, Penny Parker, uh, Noir Peter Parker, and, and, you know, Peter Porker. Like, you know, these are different people who can, who become Spider-Man. You know, anyone can be Spider-Man, whether, it be, whether you're a really uh, out-of-touch... I wouldn't say out of touch, like, really overweight man, a girl, an anime chick, a pig. Anyone can be Spider-Man. Miles, yeah. you can be Spider-Man, too. It's it's all a leap of faith. Yeah. You know, mm. uh, and, uh, yeah, I think uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier definitely uh, holds that sort of ideals of, like, at least, you know, it ain't the serum that makes the Captain America. It's the it's the it's the guy in the suit that makes Captain America. Yeah, it's like it's the whole thing that Erskine was saying in the first Captain America movie. We don't need a perfect soldier. We need a, a good man. Sam is that good man. John Walker is a good soldier. He's yeah. not he's not a bad man, but he's more but he's someone who would be the soldier yeah he'd be more of a soldier than a good man mm-hmm. not saying that you can't be both but you know steve was both yeah but uh no i think that's a good place to end it on um thanks for checking us out guys thanks for listening to our thoughts on uh falcon and sister oh we forgot to get our rating what'd you get rate this show uh this is a solid i guess for me it's like a solid uh nine out of ten uh yeah you know it it really sort of hits a lot of those beats um I guess like I, I I I guess the only reason why I wouldn't rate it like a ten out of ten is just that there are like bits of comedic moments where they kind of don't land. Yeah, I agree to that. Yeah, I mean, thankfully there ain't a whole lot of that once we start getting into these later episodes. I mean, there's still like you know comedic moments, but it's very much into the seriousness and the drama and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So uh, yeah, I, I, that for me it's an, it's a Falcon Winter Soldier nine out of ten. I'm with you on there with 9 out of 10. It's, it's a solid show. It, it does a lot of stuff that I didn't expect it to do, which already get hits it over 7, and then like it just ending in a satisfactory note. and But also kind of leaving it open to maybe more stuff, which I think a lot of these season shows have been doing. I feel like this I feel like this show could maybe do a season 2. I'm not sure, though. I mean, if it would go for a season 2, obviously the setup of uh, the title change to Captain America and the Winter Soldier probably leads it to being like oh that would be what what season two will be called right so uh and you know that's that's probably i mean if they wanted to do that i mean also i guess what them wanting to do a captain america 4 but with sam wilson you know Mm. that's also probably another direction they can probably go with so you know it's open it's pretty open for them right they they can go wherever they want exactly and i'm totally down for it we'll see um yeah so, yeah, thanks for getting, checking us out, guys. Um, if you enjoy what you hear, you can follow us on any social media platform. Um, we're mostly on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at the Geek Centurions. We follow us on Instagram, where we are the most active. We uh, You'll find a uh, link tree in the bio where it links to all the podcasting sites that we're affiliated with, like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, you know, Spotify, Pandora, all that good stuff. And you also find a link to our YouTube so you can put a face to, you know, the voices you hear for all you audio listeners out there. And, you know, if you're there on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell icon. You know, all the stuff that you kind of already know YouTube does, you know, help us out there. And if you really want to help us out, we do have a Patreon. 
you know, whether or not you support us there or not, we will happily will happily accept. And, you know, we, we like to do some stuff out there, but, you know, we have to wait and see. Um, I guess this is more of a chance to do things that we need to do. And, yeah, that's about it. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I mean, these Marvel TV shows are killing it. I don't know. Do you think these are better than Netflix shows or? Uh, we'll I don't see. know. I, they, they might be on par. Yeah. They might be on par. I'm not sure. It's kind of hard to beat Daredevil, though. I think that one was the most well thought out show. It's also the one with the most uh, uh, satisfying ending, no? Yeah. Everything else gets can- canceled. <laughs> <laughs> like, very, very prematurely. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. Tragic. Anyway, you guys, you have a good one. Uh, stay safe out there. You know, enjoy what you lo- do. And uh, yeah, we are. It's been me, your boy Eli. It's been me, Joe. And we're the Big Centurions. I hope you guys, like I said, have a good one. All right, I'm signing out. Peace.